everybody. Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 90 in year two. And man, do we finally have a big news episode because it seems like everything dropped this week. Uh, one thing I do want to point out because we can't really talk about it a lot, but Premier Prime One Studios just released a whole bunch of new Batman statues. It showed some of the ones from last year. But it showed some new ones that they're going to be doing, and they are pretty freaking amazing. Did it you showed check a, them out? A Pattinson, a Robert Pattinson Batman yeah, statue. Looked kind of chunky though. He did look a little chunky. He did not look like Pattinson. Yeah. But like, if that is the full suit, because we didn't technically get the full suit in the trailer. That's true. Like, if that is the full suit, a lot of people have actually been posting the statue and like looking it over. There's like leg belts. There's pouch. There's like small little pouches for like where he can have like a combat knife and like all these yeah. different things. So I think this is actually really cool that they would release this because technically, technically, I think with the original date, it was supposed to be out like next month. That is true. Yeah, that's very true. The original because it was so it was supposed to be a theater battle between Spider Man and Batman, and we were we were supposed to get it like in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and we ain't get shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was something that came out, which was pretty insane. The other big news. I mean, not not that that wasn't big news. I mean, it's big news if you got money because <laughs> those <laughs> things are expensive. Um. I will say, which was something we've been touting a lot on this podcast is one of the future statues that they're going to be doing is a punchline. Yeah. And we said it's all merchandising with this new Batman run, it feels like. And uh, yeah, punchline automatically getting a statue, not even being out maybe a year. Hardly. Yeah. So, you know, she's getting a thousand plus dollar statue already, which is insane. Uh, well, it may, I mean, she might be getting like one of the $500 ones. That's still insane. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So there is that. But the big news that happened in the last week was Warner Media has merged with Discovery. AT&T basically sold and or they didn't give away, but basically they are they are selling all of their entertainment. Yeah. So literally um, uh, Cartoon Network, uh, HBO uh dc comics like the actual dc comics is technically a merge product of discovery like mm -hmm. the actual publisher is now a merge product with discovery which i think is freaking crazy but yeah everything that warner media is is now its own entity they haven't named the actual company yet but it's a brand new company that is going to have a new name within the next week or so um, with Discovery. They have a new CEO, uh, Dave Zaslov, I think is is no, how yeah. you pronounce it. Um, and I'm just going to tell you all this right now, and I'm sure a lot of you have already heard it uh, this week. Um, Zaslov is not your Snyder Cut savior. So just like chill the fuck out with that. Yeah. Um, there, I, I, I showed several of my friends already, like the day of the announcement, Every single post on the Discovery uh, Twitter account was already restore the Snyder, restore yeah. the Snyderverse, restore the Snyderverse, restore the Snyderverse. I'm like, dude, there's a time and place. Like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't read the article because, like, from my understanding, it seemed like they were merging, but it seemed like AT&T was getting, like, still controlling a lot of stuff. So they are controlling shares? Mm-hmm. But this is an entirely new entity. Okay. So, like, as far as stock, they they hold the stock for Warner Media in this new company, seventy one percent. Yeah, that's what I saw. But they do not have technically the creative control anymore. It's all this David Zaslav now. Everything with like Ann Sarnoff, Hamada, all of this. It's still up in the air. There's no specifics because a lot of journalists were out there the day of this announcement throwing a lot of news at people. And we don't necessarily know what all is true or what was just hearsay or whatever. But uh, some say that uh, this Dave Zaslav guy is in control of all WB movies, which technically DC movies 
is a part of WB, but then some people are like, well, technically Hamada's in charge of DC movies. Maybe Zaslav is con- in control of everything else. Yeah. So it's all still up in the air. Yeah, I just don't I just don't see them getting rid of that. But then again, if they own 70 plus percent, I don't I don't know how that works. Business is weird. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that was the big news. Um I I mean, we'll see. That's all we can really say. Like we don't know if it's going to I don't think it's going to change much. No, I I don't think it's going to change either. And people were like, "Clay, weren't you like the optimistic one that's about the restore of the Snyderverse and blah blah blah?" Hey, you can ask anybody that I know. I love those movies. But when the On Sarnoff freaking article came out the day after, without any type of number of like streams or whatnot, before they could even get the analytics on everything, they're like, hey, by the way, nothing's happening. Like, yeah. they don't want this. And even Zack Snyder himself has said, hey, this company is very anti Snyder. So why would I want to work with them? Basically, that's what mm-hmm. he said. So, so be it. Like he he has also said that he doesn't want to say that he'll never go back to a DC movie. But he did say, why would I go back to people that legitimately like don't want me there? Yeah. So it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, there's always going to be a lot of drama there um, for sure. But you also got to remember, because I know there's plenty of reasons to hate WB with that. But at the same time, movies are about producing, and those movies did not produce, unfortunately. They were expected to be billion-dollar movies, and they weren't. Um, and then it didn't help that you get you got James Wan coming in here doing a billion-dollar movie, Joker coming in here doing a billion dollars, Wonder Woman for the first time ever doing, like, you know, 800-plus. So, like, you yes, know. and that's something I wanted to say also. This deal does not undercut any movie that is under production. So all of these fucking snyder bros that are like oh this means matt reeves is no longer making the batman we get ben affleck blah 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 blah. chill the fuck out this movie has already been made is in production and it's gonna come out next year like that's just the way it is yeah that would be i don't fans are so jaded like i don't understand how you do that it's so weird how people obsess over things like this it's absolutely insane yeah anyways um let's go since because all our other news besides two things are all having to deal with HBO Max. Uh, the biggest thing that we've talked about, I this was probably my favorite news that came out, which is we finally got the, which is technically not anymore, the continuation of the Batman animated series, but it's technically a new series that is going to be, what, overseen by Bruce Tim or designed by Bruce Tim, right? So... Right now, it is executive it's and the Game Crusaders. It's, Sorry, it's uh, executive produced by Bruce Tim, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves. Yeah, I think the art direction is going to be overseen by Bruce Tim as well, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Um, yeah, so they dropped a photo of this as well. It is the original Bat Cow with the weird looking ears. I hate that cow, but. If you were giving me J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves as executive producers on this, I'm kind of excited. It's going to be like, so we don't know. Also, we don't know if this is going to be like a legitimate continuation of a Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Or if it will be like just an anthology one shots all the way through or if it's going to be a series that's ongoing connective story from episode one to episode whatever. Yeah. We don't know any specifics, but I'm asking you, what would you want out of this? Knowing that both Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams, and Bruce Tim are going to be working on this, what would you want out of this? So, I just watched Cowboy Bebop. I just finished it. And for nobody that knows about Cowboy Bebop, it is an anime that is only 26 episodes long. And it is treated as every episode is a mini-movie. And I really like that. So I would not be against just mini mini Batman stories. Like if these are going to be like 30 minutes to an hour or whatever, and we're only going to get like eight, maybe it's like um, how they do it with uh, Invincible. I wouldn't mind that if they were solo stories, because this could be the time where you just tell solo Batman stories and just have them to be good episodes. Because like, 
I don't know. Sometimes it just gets a little too convoluted. And that's kind of what the animated series was. It was never like a big, like we're going after one big villain. He has so many villains that you don't need to make a, a, a prolonged overarching story. And I think the reason why is unlike a bunch of animes, um, I don't know, like with animes, you have one big bad, right? And they all have a bunch of henchmen. You can't really do that with Batman because no. they're all supposed to be their own big bads, you know? Like the only way that you usually get in comics is that these villains usually team up and they're like, hey, we have an overall goal. Kill the Batman or defeat the Batman or do this or do that. And they'll say, hey, for this time being, we will team up. And then all of their henchmen go after Batman, right? And then we see the inevitable backstabbing of those two and it just gets crazy and whatever. That is almost too predictable sometimes to do in a Batman animated series, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I wouldn't be a big fan of that, but uh, I'm excited. The, The creative team behind it or the people at least attached to it so far seem like fucking top tier people so yeah i'm excited about that i want paul dini to write something give him an episode or a couple episodes or something i think paul dini does oh yeah I, th- I think that it would be a very big waste if paul dini didn't write something for yeah. the animated show yeah so that's really exciting um on top of that this is I mean, there's not really much news about this but we got that titan season three is going to be coming out in august yeah, they they released a video and it's just all of the cast like basically announcing, "Hey, we're coming back in August." Yeah, so that was really big. Um and then the next biggest thing was we got directors for the Batgirl movie that is going to be an HBO Max, Max movie. Original, yeah. Yeah. So, um I I'm curious on how this is going to work because you know we've been seeing dc's been like we got to get female directors we got to get female directors i wonder if this is some backlash from the kathy yan situation um or if it's just like this was always the game plan maybe they want to go with and this would be like obviously this would be um how do you say like stereotypical not stereotypical but or i guess you would use the word sexist or whatever maybe they want to go a grittier route so they were like oh we got to cast some male directors um which i don't think is the case i think they're just like oh we like these guys let's go ahead and go with these guys and um yeah so batgirl not going to be getting a theatrical release is going straight to hbo max it's going straight to hbo max um the directors like uh you said are from bad boys for life and they are actually uh directing the bookend episodes for miss marvel not captain marvel miss marvel on disney plus and it's really funny because wb has not like hidden their like their goal of like hey we're gonna chase after disney because they're the blueprint and we're gonna copy them in everything that they do and they think of batgirl right and they're like batgirl who who has done this type of work oh well, those two guys worked on Miss Marvel. Let's get somebody like them. And another executive is like, not get somebody like them. Let's just get them. And it's just like, WB literally doesn't have a, a single, like, freaking original thought, I feel like. Yeah. They're just well, like... Well, with their animations, they do. Animation, yes. But as far as, like, trying to do this whole live action thing, it's just like, Oh, well, uh, we'll just get the leftovers or the sloppy seconds of Disney and hope that we can ride the coattails of of their success. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's only going to work out with James Gunn. He's the only one that that's going to work out for. But again, that was Disney's fault, to be honest. And James Gunn already is... uh, We all thought it was a joke, but there's actually news from his other DC property that is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, James Gunn is directing the uh, Super Pets animated movie. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, that that came out during Fandom, and I didn't know Dwayne the Rock Johnson is voicing Crypto the Super Dog. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I want to know what they're going to do with uh, with this Batgirl. To be honest. I because I enjoyed Bad Boys for Life. 
So, oh, I mean, we we saw that movie and we saw the end credits. We're like, oh, this is this is Will Smith's Fast and Furious. Like, that's what this yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But I almost guarantee that because this is going to be a young Batgirl, probably most likely. I bet you anything they're going to go with the Burnside outfit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um be curious on what they go i'd be curious on what story they do if they are going to take stories from burnside oh that's true yeah you know because the burnside ones were a little bit more poppy ish so we'll see how that goes um but yeah that's pretty much everything for hbo max because if i'm not mistaken is this going to be this next bit of news is uh we're getting an injustice animated movie it's not an hbo max original this is just one of their like off kilter uh, yeah. non-canonized animated movies that they do um i feel and and there will be a uh a whatchamacallit i think there's going to be a small little featurette on this injustice movie that's going to be on the second part of the long halloween movie so when you purchase that you'll get a featurette of like what they're planning for this movie um but it's going to be an Injustice animated movie. That's all they've announced. Yeah. I say this is a missed opportunity to make a Injustice series based off the comics and compete with Invincible on HBO Max. Uh, compete how? Well, you know, there's always... the peop- and, and I say compete, but it, it's not really a race or anything. But there's always... People always compare things, of course, uh, with freaking uh, Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. they have Stranger Things. Okay, well, okay, if they have Stranger Things, what does Amazon have? Amazon has The Boys, and now they have Invincible. Okay, well, you go to... HBO Max, what do they have? Well, live action, they had a movie, okay. Well, what are those movies? They have the Snyder Cut, okay. Well, what about series? Have they really pushed anything as far as series? Okay, they're going to get Peacemaker. That's going to be something. But what do they have for animation? Yeah, they have Young Justice, but that's just something that's been coming over from the DC Universe. Yeah. And Young Justice hasn't really pushed the narrative like something like Invincible and the Boys has done over at Amazon. Mm -hmm. I feel like with like the crazy story that took place within the five years of what that comic is supposed to be and how insane balls to the wall crazy it is i think it could like push like some amazing content yeah for hbo max to if they just win a series yeah yeah i agree i feel like um they do rush a lot of these animated movies and I was disappointed with Hush and then they try to change them. And it's like, some, it's just like how a lot of anime fans feel like, why would you change the manga? Like it was fine. Like, yeah. you know, why would you do that? Um, because there's a lot of people that haven't read the books. So why even change it? Like, I understand like, Oh, we're making this and we want to change it up. So the people that have read it, make it feel different. Who gives a fuck? They love that book because of it. Like they just want to see it in live action. Like, yeah, why change it? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I I made this comment when I heard about the news. DC just loves seeing the Justice League fight each other. Like, because yes. it happens in so many of their animated movies. And like, I haven't seen the new one, which is the World War II one or whatever. Do they fight each other in that? Is that even out yet? Uh, yes, it is out. Um, there are moments where, uh, well, uh, somebody who takes over the mind of Aquaman... He's a Nazi, and so in turn, you basically have Nazi Aquaman fights the Flash and Wonder Woman. And then, uh, you know, for like a split second, there's Superman in there. Like, things happen where it's like, yep, they they go against each other a few times. Yeah. See, like, I don't know that big obsession with them fighting each other. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, Injustice is cool. Uh, I do like the series. I hate the game because it crashed on me and gave me the biggest rage quit moment of my life. Uh, but for the most part, I don't know. I'm not super excited for it, to be honest. I I will watch it because I watch all of these animated movies. But like I said, it would have been more impressive to me if they said, hey, we're going to make this 
a series. Yeah. 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 I think a series would have definitely been better. And I do think they need another series on top of just Harley Quinn. Yeah. So um, I would agree with that. Totally. Uh, now, well, damn, we went through the fucking entertainment news so fast. Uh, but uh, the big we have big comic news. And I want to know your opinion on this, because obviously this is not our favorite person running this show here. But James Tynan uh, is seems to be heading the next big event for Batman, which is called Fear State. I I am I have uh, I'm a part of too many different large chat groups or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when this was shared in one of my comic groups, um, I think I said uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to skip this one. And then I said, haha, just kidding. I have a Batman podcast to co-host. I'm going to be forced to read this and it's going to suck anyway. Like, <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. Um, the six part cover is cool. But I looked at that cover and I said, oh, look. S- out of the six or seven characters on that cover, I only care about two. Like, yeah. Uh and I'm I'm trying to remember which the two are. Uh if you're so. talking about the one where it's Batman on top, it's Scarecrow, it's um what's his face? Um, yeah, so I only care about Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see where Ivy is going. Um because it seems like this I will say, because we're gonna talk about Catwoman later today. The Catwoman story seems to be feeding into the Batman story, which yes, it does look like in the the solicits. I think for July, they're finally meeting, right? They're they're going to be meeting up. Yeah, uh, Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, Yeah, so it seems like they're really working out there. um, So I'll give them that. But um, yeah, so we'll see what they're doing with Ivy here, Um, because yeah, she's a part of according to the Catwoman book. She's a part of this guy that's trying to control Gotham for some reason. I don't know if she's part of the Bane serum or whatever the hell's happening, but whatever he's using to take over people, um, you know, and how Scarecrow's involved, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so Fear State is going to be this big thing. It looks like fuck. Um, three of the characters on this cover are all brand new characters. Yeah. Um, so oh, four of them actually because i completely just ignored peacekeeper but um yeah i don't know this just seems again uh they're doing a big event to try to sell shit and i'm pretty sure who's gonna everybody on this poster is gonna outshine batman yeah 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 so i i just don't i'm not excited about it i don't care and i i told this to a lot of people i said like it's very unfortunate that both Marvel and DC, they're like, okay, one event just ended. We have to start another one within the next week. Like, there's no rests. And it, yeah, it may be like a character event, but it's still considered an event. And they're trying to push yeah. it to be this big thing. Like, I'm tired of those. Just let me read these stories and then give me an event. Because otherwise, all of these small events mean nothing. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um yeah i don't know like it's definitely something i'm not excited about again because i think it's we're building the future state when we've already read future state yeah and i just don't and that is that is the biggest complaint that i've seen from a lot of people is like there's some people that are moving away from future state which is okay cool like we we got the story we got the what if now let's move on and do something different and there is still a lot of different writers that are attached to these books that are like, oh, no, you'll never see the twist. And they're like, yeah, the twist is either you're going to decide at the last minute not to go forward with what you saw in Future State or you are. Those yeah. are the only two options. It's not like it's a big secret or anything. Uh, I forgot. Uh, I didn't write this down. But one thing that was also announced is we are getting another Batman book called uh, I am Batman. And this could be the actual I mean even then it's not cuz it's called I am Batman. But um it looks like Tim, Tom, what the hell is his name? Jice is yeah, Jace. going to be 
taking over the mantle like full time, I guess. It seems like. Yeah, so. I'm not entirely sure. I just got finished reading the uh, Maxi series that was digital first. Mm-hmm. Um, the final issue came out uh, this past week. Um, that final issue was complete garbage. Mm, um, and unfortunately, just the way that it was running, like the entire series is like, okay, you're giving me his backstory as far as like, some of the emotional parts that we kind of saw sprinkled into future state, but you're not showing me how he becomes Batman. Yeah. And literally the way he becomes Batman, as far as like how he gets the suit is he has a friend named Vol, who is a hacker. And while they were in Wayne enterprises, he is hacking the computer and, or the system. And he's like, Hey, there's a hidden room underneath Wayne Enterprises. And Jace is like, well, I don't like secrets, so let's go check it out. And they go check it out, and it's a beaten up room from freaking when Joker and his goonies were, you know, running all over the place. Yeah. And then he just opens uh, a door, and the bat suit is there. And he's like, my dad and Bruce Wayne work for Batman. And then it ends. Hmm. Okay, wow. Yeah. That's kind of lame. It's so stupid. Uh, He just got Scott, or Scott Ridley. John Ridley just got uh, Black Panther too, didn't he? Yep. And, like, I just noticed this. Tom King and Brian Michael Bendis are the only two writers at the moment that are exclusive to DC. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how long Tom King's contract is or i he might have just read up didn't he i think he may have yeah he may have read up recently um but yeah we're not excited about future state or fear state or whatever the fuck it's called um i will say i still like the design of miracle molly i just don't care about her character because they tried to make her super op yeah and that's how they lose me on all these characters um but anyways uh jumping over to comics i did not read this but you did uh talk about this Fortnite thing yeah, so issue three, uh, it is uh, the Batman Fortnite Zero Point. This story, uh, we were we were joking around. We were joking around about how this story might be like the one story that gets super like what you call it, deep into the psyche of whether Batman has to kill anybody or whatnot. Yeah, they did get away with it. There was a loophole. Um, So I was telling you that because these characters in Fortnite technically don't talk, that there was different ways of how the story was being told. Yeah. It was told in the last two issues internally with Batman's dialogue. But he didn't know who he was. Here, it is the creator of the simulation. So whoever is forcing the Fortnite players to play is who is emailing the development team, basically. And they're like, okay, well, Batman is starting to figure things out. Let's throw an obstacle in his way. That obstacle literally being Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're telling me about this. And they kill each other. Like, oh. they, well, they, I mean, they, they are equals, mm-hmm. but they fight each other so much that they get caught in the storm every single time. Oh, okay. But like, they always, they, they get to a point where they're always the last ones or, or there's one other person they, and they have to fight in the storm. And then the de- developer starts to notice like, Hey, they're no longer like trying to win they're trying to like show who's better yeah, or something. And so it does get a little like, Hey, you know, it kind of gets out of, out of whack because I didn't know Fortnite has cars now. And like, it shows at one point um, they're both on different vehicles, like trying to crash into each other and like do all sorts of stuff, which reminds me of like what kids do or what players do when they're bored of like, just playing the actual game, they go do whatever the hell they want inside the Fortnite world, you know? Yeah kind of remind me of that but then eventually 
the way this story is being told is that their mind gets wiped with every reset. Mm -hmm. So they don't have any memory of who they are and they don't have any memory of who each other are. But eventually they find some sort of sign language and or code to communicate. And the developer is like, this can't happen. Like they can't beat the system. Yeah. And they eventually do. And Snake Eyes sacrifices himself. Uh. And he just walks into the storm and he like salutes Batman. Hmm. And so Batman wins. And so that means he gets out. Yeah. And as soon as he gets out, uh, he somebody says, don't do anything stupid. So now people are talking. He turns around and Deathstroke has a gun to Catwoman's head. Oh, how is that story good? Like, I, I, I don't know. People like, and I will tell you this. I have three codes to this game. Yeah. And I don't play this game. Yeah. If you have DC Universe, I've read all of these issues via our review copies. So I've yeah. literally just scrolled to the because I was like, where's the code? It's not in this review copy. So I went to the DC Universe app and scrolled all the way to the end and there wasn't a code. And I'm like, what's going on? An email was sent to me for all three codes. Oh, nice. So I know that. If I continue to do this, I will get all six codes, including Batman's outfit. But yeah. I don't play the game. I almost yeah. want to just download it, so that way I just have Batman's skin. Yeah. But I've kind of thought about giving away the codes as well. I'm not entirely sure. Well, we have a shitload of people that play that in Discord. so uh, That's true. I've, wanna... th- I've thought about saying, uh, yeah. saying something in there also. Yeah. I'll um, wait until I have all the codes, and then I'll probably say yeah. something so um that's just surprising that a game i hate by the way i was just telling clay about this before this i am getting hooked on this other game besides genshin impact i love that game right now but uh i just played this new game because ea sent it out that it's called kickball or knockout city and it's fucking dodgeball it's basically fortnite dodgeball and it's pretty fun it's 3v3 it's pretty cool and um yeah i don't know i can guarantee that this is ea is going to try to make this their fortnite almost because it is um very cartoony they could easily start pulling in apex characters and making those like skins and stuff like that um you, there's a lot of customization in it and um i'm pretty sure you'll be able to dance and shit in the future and all this stuff so uh, that was pretty addicting. But yeah, I'm very surprised the game I dislike in Fortnite is has one of the better Batman comics out at the moment. Um, but jumping over to Catwoman. Now, there's not a lot to talk about in this bet, this Catwoman issue. Uh, so I'm just going to hit the points because I know you didn't read this. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I've been loving about Ram V is he does exactly what you should do with Catwoman and you treat her like she's a fucking heist queen. And this whole issue, it started off in the last issue. She showed up to a party in a very nice dress like Catwoman does. And it starts off with the guy saying, how did you do it, Catwoman? How did you pull this off? And she goes through the heist and she talks about how she did it. And it's all Ocean's Eleven. And she talks about how she, you know, it's all about misdirection and you touch my hand. So I use that to do this and blah, 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 blah. And um, she ended up stealing a painting to... She stole a painting to make him give up where his true treasures are at. So because she was like, I knew if I stole that painting, you would run to your most prized possession. And that's where he ran. And that's where we find out that Ivy was being held. And um, she actually busts out Ivy. And he's all like, how'd you get Ivy out? There's no way. I've had people on every door. And she was like, well, she was like, Ivy's not out. Um, this is like I said, it's a misdirection. And he's like, you're stalling. And they got out Ivy the way Catwoman went in. And um, so it's just basically all of this. And what ends up happening is Ivy doesn't really know who she is. Or she's like, they call it mirroring, where she's kind of like, she feels what you feel or whatever, but she doesn't really understand everything. So she's not like super smart Ivy right now, but she's trying to say like Pamela, Pamela, like she's trying to connect who she is, but she kind of remembers Catwoman and she kind of doesn't. 
so yeah, that's pretty much the whole issue. And she's like, we're going to, we're going to fix you. I know Batman will know something to get you back. The only thing, I don't know if you're looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm, I am. But if you go to one of the, there's this one page where the guy that she just stole everything from admits that he's working for that guy that's working with Scarecrow that's trying to take over Same. Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. And he kills himself. He was like, my boss is way worse than you can think of. And there's this blam panel. And that Catwoman that's drawn there looks like Kim Kardashian. With the Kim Kardashian meme. And I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't unsee it. And I was just like, oh, my God. Um, that's but, funny. But the book does end with, uh, you know, Catwoman's like, hey, so-and-so didn't show up. Like, where is he? And it turns out that the guy that's been trying to kill her this whole time caught him and is interrogating him right now. So that's how the book ends. So it should be getting a little spicy in the next issue or two. So um, I saw a really crazy theory, and I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. So this individual, I can't remember what his name, Father yeah, Father something. The book. Yeah. Um, so he is very religious. He is He quotes the Bible, um, kind of stereotypical for like an assassin nowadays, yeah. you know? But somebody made a theory on Twitter what if he is attached to Saint Dumas? Mm, that'd be interesting. With John Paul. Yeah. And he's an agent of Saint Dumas. That would be kind of cool just because I have not seen that coming. And it's not like everybody else that automatically gives up like we're the court of owls in every fucking time. You know what yes. I mean? If it's revealed that he's part of Saint Dumas, like fucking five six issues from now i'd be like all right that's pretty dope like that's pretty cool yeah because he they haven't said that usually by now everybody gives up that it's the fucking court of owls we found that out in the second issue of joker yeah like you know so um yeah i'd be down with that that'd be kind of cool so uh like i said it seems like this and batman are lining up together very well so as much as i wish tom king's run would have lined up with catwoman i will say that tynan and ram v are doing a lot better with that at least because they're somewhat more parallel than what the fuck was happening with tom king and that catwoman series yeah so yeah um now uh i'll let you take over on nightwing because it seems like you had a question or something about it so nightwing uh not necessarily a question but just like this whole thing, uh, I thought it was kind of funny also, um, because we left off last issue with uh, with that homeless guy, that father, uh, yeah. getting his heart pulled out. Uh, and I guess this guy is called the Heartless or whatever. Um, the FBI or, PD or, or Bloodhaven PD or whoever comes to Dick Grayson's apartment and was like, hey, so-and-so was found dead where were you last night? Yeah. And so now he's being suspected for murder and he's calling Barbara and he's like, Hey, uh, I need an alibi and I need proof. Um, so where are you at? And she's like, I haven't even left the block. He's like, cool. Turn around right yeah. now. <laughs> and yeah. so he, well, they are talking to these two detectives and Barbara's like, Hey, so I have a law degree. And Dick Grayson was like, and so do I. This is continuity from before New 52. Oh, really? Yes. So, because they even mention, hey, hey, you you were one of us back in the day. Mm -hmm. That is also from before New 52. Dick Grayson was a part of uh, Bloodhaven PD. Like, yeah. he was an actual officer uh, in Bloodhaven. But... Here, they're able to basically say, hey, you don't have enough evidence to basically question us in the sense of like, hey, this alibi is clear, so we're good. You shouldn't be like aggressively like pushing us to say anything else. Yeah. And so they leave and Dick Grayson's like, okay, if the son survived, then I know where he is, but I'm going to need somebody to help us out. And I don't need Robin. I need my brother. Mm -hmm. And in comes Tim Drake. Yeah. And Dick Grayson, Nightwing himself, says, my brother, Tim Drake, thought, uh, 
thought of by many as the best Robin. And I'm like, okay, okay, Tom, Tom Taylor, I see what you're doing. Yeah. But it is a Robin Nightwing team up. And it's yeah. actually a really good freaking issue. Yeah, no, the issue is solid. I actually like the art design of them showing his apartment from like aerial views and stuff. I thought that was yes. kind of cool. So I do have one question. There's a point here where they go to this like place where all the homeless kids basically hang out. And Tim is trying to talk to Dick Grayson about Barbara. Mm-hmm. And Barbara's like, I'm still here. Like, I can hear you guys. Yeah. So there, this is a very popular trope, like art design for mm-hmm. manga. How did you feel about this being in this issue? Did you feel uh, like it was organic or did it feel, feel weird that it was in there? It's definitely different than the style. Yes. So it did feel out of place, but I liked it still. Okay. Like, cool. yeah, it was, it's definitely like, it's very different. Um, and I don't think it went with it, but like, I feel like they should have just drew it like that, but it's, it's meant to be funny. So I get it. Yeah. So, but I hadn't, I had no issue with it. So they find the kid, they question him. And then these two guys that are basically, uh, freaking muscle for, uh, blockbuster come in and there's a team, uh, like an actual like fight team up between, Uh, nightwing and robin and there is a splash page here where uh or it it's not even a splash page it's like this is literally a move i could see in a video game and this is why i want freaking gotham knights to hurry up and release freaking nightwing takes his batons claps them together and tosses it robin now grabs the bow staff that it has become and he fights with that. Yeah. That, that cool. just looks like a freaking, like something that would happen in a video game. And then there's another moment where, uh, uh, and it's like one, two, three, four, five different panels that shows like how they are teaming up also, like throwing the villains into each other and all of this. And I'm like, this is what I want. Like, this is like the perfect team up. Like, I feel like, and it's just fun. Like yeah. I legitimately had fun. It's a, it's a crazy situation, and even how it kind of devolves into like this like nightmare of a scene with like uh, things getting set on fire, and even like the villains are like, "Hey, we were just gonna beat some people up and get our money. We're not we're not kid killers, you know. Yeah. We don't." Or he said, "You can't you can't get your money if it, if people are dead, basically." Mm-hmm. And so you find out that the guy who stole hearts is actually the one who started the fire. And it says next heartless versus nightwing. Yeah. Um, this book is great. I'm having so much fun with this book. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, it's nice to read a nightwing story. That's actually pretty good and interesting. Um, I think Tom Taylor's killing it. He does really well with these kind of stories. I like that he is having some kind of relationship between Barbara and Dick Grayson. Um, I like that he included uh, Tim Drake, and yeah, it's it's a solid fucking story. Like again, it's 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 enjoyable Nightwing, which it should always be or always should have been. Um, so it was funny. I like that uh, Tim was like, "I heard about all the money you got." You know, they had a little banter about that, yeah. which was interesting. And he's uh, like, "It's a lot," but like, what are you gonna do? And then Dick Grayson is just being Dick Grayson. He says, "Well, I'm gonna help people with it." Yeah. So yeah. No, I enjoy. I I really enjoy this book because I I am a big sucker for romance in in comics and in stories. So I like that Dude, Barbara. The, <laughs> the fact that like the the detectives were like, so uh, what is what is this relationship? And, yeah. and Dick Grayson was like, I've been trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I I like the banter here. I think it was really good. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to see where this is gonna go. And how long Tom Taylor is going to stay on this book? Because he doesn't really usually last that long on a lot of books. So yeah, like even him on Spider Man, everybody thought he was going to have a really long run on Spider Man. It was only twelve issues. Um, yeah. I hope it's more than twelve on Nightwing, as well as him being on Superman later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope this is a legitimate like, hey, we value your writing here, and we want you. And I think that's what like deceased was deceased was like hey 
let's see what you can do with like a crazy story to see if it's worth putting you on a main title. Yeah. And I know that like people were like, it's Tom Taylor. Why wouldn't you put him on a main title? Well, I would have to say, look at suicide squad. We love suicide squad. Yeah. But it was only 11 issues. Yeah. You know, it wasn't selling that great, but putting him with characters that are well-versed and big names, that's going to get you the sales that you want. So, yeah. The one thing I will say while I was reading this Nightwing issue, I was all like, why is his Batman not good? Like the detective, like I was yeah. like, why is it not this good? Like, what is it? I don't know. Like Batman, I feel like as a character, some writers cannot conquer. Like they just can't write him well. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Um, because Tom Taylor, like we haven't, I don't think I've ever seen like Tom Taylor write a Batman that I'm like super into mm-hmm. because usually in like injustice, he that was the goofy like let's give batman eyes and i'm like no why <laughs> and um he obviously he was like you know i can't write batman let me kill him in the second issue of deceased so it's like you know what i mean um but i i love what he's doing with nightwing and i, I hope that he stays on for a really long time yeah um but yeah we i thought this was gonna be a fucking long ass podcast yeah <laughs> Um, I, I had a question for you, but because we have like so much fucking entertainment news, I just kind of like threw it away. So yeah, yeah. Either way, I mean, it doesn't matter. What was it about? So there's this question that's been going around on on Twitter, and it's just like one of those questions that you would normally see on Facebook, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. if you had control over this, blah 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 blah." So uh, the question is, uh, let me actually find it now. Holy shit! Um, right here. So the question is, you get one chance to write a six-issue run on one established comic series. Which one is it? So think of a series like Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Scott Snyder's Batman, Tom King's Batman, uh, freaking Tom Taylor's Nightwing. Think of those series. Now, what could you spin off of it as a miniseries? Oh, as a mini series? Yeah, a six issue run, a mini series. Uh, I'd go Tom King, The Return of Alfred. Nice. So yeah, because I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but like, uh, I might have mentioned it. But there's a way to bring back Alfred in Tom King's run. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say it here, but obviously, <laughs> like, if you could probably go back and listen to our old stuff, I might have mentioned it, like, for sure. But yeah, I would have done that. What would you do? So I was thinking about this and I asked you a question earlier today and I looked it up and I was doing some research. Asriel wasn't a part of DC continuity for what we now know is the new 52 and continuation until the very end of the new 52 with Batman and Robin eternal. Hmm. I would do a spinoff of Scott Snyder's Batman the Court of Owls enter Azrael. Nice. Think of like the Church of St. Dumas mm-hmm. and the way like there's plenty of like reiterations of of what Azrael is, right? Yeah. We we get him in his first appearance with like you know, wanting to become the bat and all of this other stuff, him being a replacement for Bruce and all of this. And then we get, you know, even what we got in Arkham Knight and the Arkham games was like, hey, he is supposed to be a vigilante that is a that is fated to be the replacement for Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an organization just like the Court of Owls. And I don't know how freaking Snyder did not have this organization come out the same time as the court of owls. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's right there. Yeah. Like a battle between both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, even because Asriel, like until he became a dude, bro in Odyssey, which was really weird. He was kind of a nutcase. He was kind of like, not all there, you know? Yeah. And as somebody who became a vigilante slash still villain as Talon, having Talon and Asriel kind of like duke it out over like 
oh, I'm going to take over Gotham. No, I'm going to take over Gotham. Like, and Batman is legitimately still there. Like, guys, you have to get through me first. Like, yeah. I feel like that would have been badass. That would have been kind of cool. I would read that. Um, yeah, it's actually a, that's an interesting question. Um, but yeah, what would you guys pick? Let us know in one of our many social medias. But Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? Yeah, so I actually, uh, Today is Saturday night. Um, if you go to YouTube and type in Super Civil, Super Civil Servants, um, we meet up every Friday uh, on YouTube. Um, we discuss the Dark Knight uh, this past Friday, as well as uh, talked the Netflix series uh, Jupiter's Legacy. And we actually, we actually introduced one of our friends to Attack on Titan. Uh, nice. He's not an anime person whatsoever, and he's already... Uh, binge like half of the first season uh, nice. so he's really really into it so we're going to continue to talk about that um, of course all of the stuff that we talked about today as well as uh, a few other uh, small little dceu warner media whatever talk on dc alliance on monday night remember at 9 p.m eastern standard time we will be going live off the uh, Geekverse po- uh, podcast network uh, over on YouTube. Type in Geekverse, and it'll be right there. Uh, and then, of course, I have the Weird Science Marvel and DC podcast. Uh, Comic Book Legion right now is on hiatus. Uh, my buddy Mark is uh, building his own, his house, so it's going to take a while for him to like really focus on comics right now. Um, and then, of course, I always have the Ranger Alliance podcast. All of the podcasts and all of the world. That is what Clay does. <laughs> um, me, obviously, you can check out the Juice Reacts channel and you can check out the Juice from the Box channel. I've been uploading videos like crazy on all of these channels. So just go check those out. They're in the link tree. Also, if you want streamer help, I've been randomly just uploading a shitload of stuff on TikTok about that because it's just branching off about all these other questions people are asking me. So, uh, yeah, if you want to learn more about streaming, go check out my TikTok because that's what it's been lately. But uh, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. A short podcast, which I was not expecting that. But as always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly. Batman!